Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Ksubis Daf Lamed. We're starting two-thirds of the way down on Chavtes in the base. Tonight is only one blot. Tomorrow morning is one blot. Shabbos uh, Daf Yomi is going to be after the 2.30 Mincha to compensate for the Suda that we'll have to prepare for Tisha B'av. So uh, 2.30 Mincha, approximately 2.50, 2.55 Daf Yomi. That's also only a blot, probably half hour, give or take. Sunday in person, Monday morning, Sunday, Sunday, no, Sunday nothing, Sunday nothing, Sunday nothing, Monday morning, Daf Yomi, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos, Sunday, Monday's Daf will all be recorded. Simple schedule, simple schedule. Always is. Always is. My one-day trips are starting to sound pretty nice right now, huh? Everybody complains, I know. And I know what happens when I'm not here. All right, two-thirds of the way down. We're in the midst of a discussion about um, a knas that one has to pay if, if a man sleeps with a particular uh, woman of one of many different types of women, a mamzeris and a sin and a kusis and a whole bunch of others that are mentioned. So the Gemara says two-thirds of the way down on Chavtes Medbez, our Mishnah is ule afuki mihai tana. Our Mishnah doesn't agree with the following Tana, the Tanya Velosi Yeli Isha, that a man uh, should take her as a wife. Omer Isha The only way that a man would, would have a knas for Tashmashamita is if in theory there would be Havaya, there would be Kedushin with that particular woman. Omer Isha no, even more restrictive, not just that they could in theory get engaged, but that it's mutter for them to even stay married. So the Gemara's first approach is conceptual, which is, no, you're not allowed to be married to her, but the mechanics of Kedushan work. That's a parameter in order, that's one of the criteria, criterion in order to get to a knas. But the second sheet does no, that's not enough. Even more strict is that you have to be, it has to be mutter to stay married to this person. Fine. Asks the Gemara, my who and the Gemara is going to present a couple of nafkeminas, three to be exact. Amar Abzeira, one difference would be Mamzer, Sunasina Ikebenayu. The man Damar Yeshbahavaya Hanami Yeshbahavaya, even though it's us or to marry a Mamzeris and a Nasina, but the Maisa, the mechanics of the Kedushin work. So therefore, if a Mamzeris and a Nasina, uh, if a, a man was violated one of them, since in theory they could have, they could, uh, they could have Kedushin, so therefore uh, there's a Knas as well. But according to the second sheet of Rav Shimon ben Manasya, who says that there's only a knas when one is able to maintain the marriage. You're not allowed to maintain a marriage with the Mamzeris and the Nasina, and therefore that does not work, and there would be no knas in Ru'ya and therefore there would be no knas. Asks the Gemara, drawing from our days in Maseches Yevamos, but not a difficult Yevamos concept, says the Gemara, you have to always qualify. Whenever you talk about Yevamos, always comes with a qualification. Says the Gemara, 10 lines from the bottom. According to Rabbi Akiva, who says that once you're in a category of Chai Lavin, there is no such thing as Kedushin. So then, then our first nafkamina doesn't work because to be married to, to Mamzeris or Nesin is Chai Lavin. According to Rabbi Akiva, there is no Kedushin there. So what, according to Rabbi Akiva, would be the nafkamina? So it says the Gemara, The case of an Almana marrying a Kohen Gadol Within the camp of Reb Simoy, what does he say? The Tanya, Reb Simoy Omer, Minakol Oser Bekiva Mamzerin, Chutz Me Almana LeKohen Gadol. Every relationship, seemingly it's a sweeping comment that Rabbi Akiva is dealing with. It's Mamzerus, with the exception of an Almana to a Kohen Gadol. Rashi says, eight lines, seven lines from the bottom of the page. Rashi says, Yibur Maschal Almana LeKohen Gadol, Demod Be Rabbi Akiva Shekdushin Tosin Lo Ba Biafal this is one of the exceptions to Rabbi Akiva's rule. So it says the Gemara, uh, so that's what Rav Simo is saying. In regards to the halacha, 
of a, an almana marrying a coin god, the Torah says that there should be no no lakicha and there should be an, no chilul as well. Chilul in who ose ve'ein ose mamzeres. So there, there's no mamzeres here. Rabbi Akiva would allow for such a marriage, and therefore that would be enough kamina for uh, for Rabbi Akiva because this case of almana coin gadol is where it's uh, havaya. There is kiddushin. However, much as there's kiddushin, it's not appropriate to stay in the marriage. Asks the Gemara, Ula Rebbe Shovev Amar al Akiva ben Yosef. This is a disparaging Gemara. We need to push back against Akiva ben Yosef. According to this, he didn't agree with Rebbe Akiva's approach and felt that a lot of Mamzerim might be created. And therefore, Rashi explains a little bit more what's going on. The bottom Rashi on the page, Shomer Kol She'en Lo Bia Bisrael, Habah Al Isha She'en La. Heter Biavlad Mamzer, Afilu Almana Lakoin Gadol, where he even takes away the heter that we saw by Rav Simoy. If that's true, then we are again stuck with the question of Rabbi Akiva where would we have an Afkamina between the cases of Havaya and the case of Ru'uya? Uh, what was the language of Ru'ya Lakaima? So it says the Gemara Mai Beinaihu. What is the difference between the, these two shitas in the, in the Brisa? Ika Beinaihu, top of Lamad Amadalaf, Ika Beinaihu, Chaive. Asay mitri ve'adomi. There's an iser asay. I know it's a strange language, but one that we should be somewhat familiar with. There's a mitzvah asay to not marry those people. That's referred to in the learning world as an iser asay. Uh, it's kind of like a bitl asay. It's like not putting on tefillin, right? But this is kind of doing an action that had you not done it, it would have been a mitzvah asay. Now that you did it, you were mevatel and asay. So it's a little bit complex, but the Gemara says that that's the nafkamina between the two cases. And says that between the two shitas of, um, of, of Shimon Ateimani and Reb Shimon Bemenasya. Says the Gemara, Hanicha, I could understand this distinction only if the Rebbe Shovev, according to Rebbe Shovev, who disagrees with Rebbe Akiva, that if Rebbe Shovev was trying to undermine the Svar of Rebbe Simoy, Rebbe Simoy was of the opinion that Rebbe Akiva would allow Havaya, that technically the mechanics of a Kohen marrying an Almana, Kohen Gadol marrying an Almana would work. So here, if Rav Yishovev is just trying to undermine Rav Simoy and to say that, no, Rav Simoy, you're not right, that even according to Rabbi Akiva, we don't allow for the mechanics of Kedushin to work between an Almana and a Kohen Gadol, Shapir, I understand. If Rabbi Shovev is standing on an island all by himself, he's not trying to undermine Rav Simoy. He just has his own standalone shita. That what? That kol she'ein lo bia b'israel avlad mamzer ve'afilu chai ve'asei. Oh, even by chai ve'asei, maybe we would say there's no havaya either. If that's true, then my be'nayhu, we're back to our question, answers the Gemara. Ika be'nayhu, there is a case where there would be a difference between Shimon Atemani and Rav Shimon ben Menasya. That case would be, I think this is answering Number four, answer number four. That case would be this case of We know, of course, that a Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry a Be'ula, a woman who's been intimate before. Says the Gemara Umaych. Now, that's also only a mitzvah saseh. If he marries her. So why is this different than the previous case of Mitzri Ve'adomi? Says the Gemara. Because this is not a normal uh, uh, normal Isra'ase. This Isra'ase of a Be'ula only applies to the Kohen Gadol. Okay, end of sugya number one. We discussed the fact that our mission is not like Rav Shimon ben Menasya because Rav Shimon ben Menasya had this qualification that the only time that the kiddushin, sorry, not kiddushin, the only time that the knas would need to be paid is if there is havaya, and his counterpart of Shimon Benasya says only if the marriage could be maintained. And these two shitas do not align with our Mishnah. So most broadly, we have a machlokes in the Tanoim, that our Mishnah from our parak from our Masechta, seems to say that the, uh, 
that the scope of a knas that needs to be paid for a man who is intimate with a certain woman, when he violates a certain woman, there's a much wider uh, perch of women for whom he would have to pay a knas. Masha'en Kane, according to these two Tanaim and the Brisa, that's extra legal, it's not our Mishnah, but it's extra, there it would be a much more limited scope of where we would have a knas. Amar of Chizda, where on Amar Amar Aleph, about eight lines down. Chizda says, Everyone seems to agree, everyone seems to agree that if a man was Boal Anida and he violated her, that he has to be Meshalim Knas. Now, of course, that's a little bit strange because we're familiar with the principle of Kamle Bidarabamine, and we know that there's an Isser Kares as it relates to Nida. However, because an Isser Kares is not something biadayim, they're not getting an Onish Bolamazeh, so therefore, it's not a trump card for the Knas, even though the Knas is far less significant than the Onesh of Kares. And says the Gemara, this is true, in regards to the concern of Reb Shim, the Shimon Ateimani that we saw on the last page about Halachic Kiddushin. So, okay, a, a woman who's in need, they're allowed to get married. That happens all the time, that a woman doesn't time the birth control right before the wedding, and she becomes in two days before the chuppah. Kiddushin still works, still works. Okay, you're not supposed to have Tash Mishamita. Fine, it's a chupas nida, which we've discussed many times. So the man da'amar yesh bahavaya, that in regards to anida, hanami yesh bahavaya. And the man da'amar ru'uya lakaima, hanami ru'uya lakaima. Every married couple always has a tukufa where a woman is anida. That's a, that's a routine, standard fare. You don't have to divorce a woman because she's anida. So according to everybody, according to our Mishnah, and according to these two other shitas, we would hold that there's still a knas in regards to a, uh, to a, uh, to a nida. However, Reb Nechunya ben Akane seemed to have had a different approach in regards to kares and kamle b'dirabamine. Let's, let's just review. Kamle b'dirabamine is a principle in Shas that when a person does an action that yields two consequences, he only gets the slap on the wrist for the bigger consequence and we dissolve the smaller consequence. But Reb Nechunya ben Akane felt that when it comes to kares, that we apply even though in our Mishnah we said that we don't apply it. What is his sheet? The Ditanya. The Brisa writes as follows. was of the opinion that Yom Kippur and Shabbos were the same in regards to Tashlumen. <clears throat> so the din is, says the Gemara, that if a person on Yom Kippur or Shabbos does a Misa, they do a particular action, and the action that they do is two things. So let's say, I shecht your animal, okay, two things. I shechted, which is Nisar Daraisa, and I shechted your animal, which means that I owe you money. Says the Gemara, you're patr me tashlumen. I don't have to pay you back for shechting your animal, not because I'm a tzaddik, but because I'm getting a much bigger slap on the wrist, which is I'm going to be chayv skila bide bezdin. So says the Gemara, that's the shita of, uh, that is the shita of Reb Nechunya ben Akanen. But we're not going to be talking about a case of skila. We're talking about a case of kares. Shabbos also has a very, it's a big problem. We don't, we try not to violate Shabbos. So now the Gemara is going to try and figure out what is the svara. What is the rationale for Ibn Khunya ben Akana to say that if there is a scenario of what were we talking about over here? Sorry. 
that if we're talking about a case of knas, so why is it that he would say that if there's kares, that there is no that there is no knas? Says the Gemara, my time in ben Akane, halfway down on Lamed Abed Aleph, we see the first of two answers. Machlokes Abai Verova. Omar Abai, Abai says, the reason why Rav Nechunya ben Akane employs Kamle Bid in this case is because it says ason that uh, there's going to be some type of injury, something tragic happened, and there's something that happens bide adam and something that happens bide shemayim. And when we look at the psukim, we'll see what the bide adam and the bide shemayim are. The bide adam is a pasuk that says that if uh, men are fighting and they hit a woman who's pregnant and she loses her baby. Fine. That's the case of Ason, where that's Bidei Adam. And what's the case of Namar Ason Bidei Shamaim? This is the story of Binyamin and the brothers going down to Mitzrayim. Yaakov was concerned when they came up to say Binyamin has been put into prison. Uh, sorry, uh, that uh, we got one of the kids are in prison. We need to bring Binyamin down to bring a Raya Brurafai. So they, they, he said no. And the Pasuk says about this, he says, uh, Yaakov was concerned about Binyamin that something tragic would happen to him. And the Gemara seems to imply that that's talking about something. And just like the Ason, the tragedy that took place with the woman who was injured, that because they did something terrible, then the lighter punishment is waived. So to Afason Hamar Bidei Shemayim Patrimina Tashlum. So this is Abaye's Svara within Rav Nechunya Ben Akana as to why we are of the opinion, as to why we are of the opinion that there's still uh, that there is no knas by a case of kares. The Gemara has a, a big problem with this. Two thirds of the way down, Maski Flora Ba'adabar Ava. This is a technical question within Abaye's understanding of Ason and Ason. What's the technical question? The Gemara says as follows. How do we know, says the Gemara, that when Yaakov Avinu was warning his sons about Binyamin that something might happen, that we were talking about Sininupachin, we're talking about colds, we're talking about Rashi says it's talking about extreme temperatures, I guess. You know, a very low temperature, a very high temperature, <laughs> hypothermia, high fevers, again, whatever the medical terminologies are, the Gemara seems to assume that those are Bidei Shamayim. Dilma, perhaps, what, what Yaakov was concerned about in regards to Binyamin was not that at all, but rather Al Aryeh Vaganva, we're talking Ganve, we're talking about a line, we're talking about thieves and criminals, Dibide Adam Ninhu. So says the Gemara, what Yaakov was probably concerned about everything. Atu Yaakov aha izahir, aha lo izahir. He was probably concerned about everything. Yaakov al kol mili izahir. So therefore, we're able to see that the word ason is used both bide shamaim and bide adam. And therefore, <clears throat> therefore, Reb Nechunya ben Akan is of the opinion that the ason, we can make the comparison between the ason of the Isha, the woman who got injured, and the case of Yaakov, and therefore we see that Bidei Adam, that there is a trump card, that if there's kares by Anida, then therefore there's no chiv to pay the tashlumen. Oh. Says the Gemara, a side question on a side question. These colds and these, these heat temperatures, these uh, severe things that happen to people, these are Bidei Shamaim, they're not. Except for the colds and except for the fevers. The well-known Gemara. Uh, people use it usually in regards to uh, Yerashamayim. Everything is, we can control uh, a lot. We, we, actually, we can control very little. We can't control very much except for Tzin and Pachet. So I don't think the Maral speaks directly about this because I don't remember the source. But 
The Gemara seems to say over here that we're in control of, of whether or not we get colds and whether or not we get fevers. That's what the Gemara implies, because that's Bidei Adam. So therefore, maybe it's the case, and the Maharal writes this, that if we were tzaddikim, if we did our part, we just wouldn't get sick. That's what the Maharal writes uh, somewhere in, in the Maharal books. Don't know where it is. Okay, so then the Gemara says, Ve'atanya, how can you say that Sinin Pachin are Bidei Shamayim? Ve'atanya, it's HaKol Bidei Shamayim Chutz Mit Sinin Pachin, Shene'emar. Sinin Pachin B'derech Ikesh. At Sinin Pachin, these things only happen B'derech Ikesh in the path of those who are twisted. Shomer Nafsho Yirachek Mehem. But those who take care of their soul, they can distance themselves from these things. V'su, and furthermore, another question. Arya Vagan V'bidei Adam Ninu. No, come on. If a person gets attacked by a lion, a person gets a, gets attacked by thieves, that's not Bidei Adam. We don't have control over that. Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef, the Amora said it, and Rav Chia also quoted it in a brisa. From the day that the Besamikdash was destroyed, even though the rabbinical courts of Besdin were, were, were disassembled, wow, we still have Arba Misos Besdin. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? Of course, they've been destroyed. We don't have a Sanhedrin. We don't have the Arba Misos Bezdin. Says the Gemara, if you look closely, you'll see that we still have the Arba Misos Bezdin. Ella, as we turn to the top of Laman and Medbez, Din Arba Misos Lobadlu. You're right. There's no rabbinical court to adjudicate over these cases and to mete out direct punishments of Skila Srepa Harrigan Chenek. However, this is a scary Gemara. Mishin is Chayev Skila. A person who is Chayev Skila. He'll either fall off of a roof, which was part of Skila. He'll get crushed by animals. He was crushed by stones during Skila. A person who's really deserving of Srefa. There is no Sanhedrin. They'll get burned. Or he'll get bitten by a snake, which burns. And e umishen is chayv hariga. If a person has a chiyu bezdin of hariga, o nimsar lemalchus, o listim by malav. He'll either be given over to a king. How do they get killed by being hanged? O listim by malav, or he'll get attacked by people who would seemingly kill them in a similar way. Umishen is chayv chenek, o toveh ben nahar, o meis besruchni. They either drown, so water enters their throat. That's what happens when they drown, or they'll die from sruchni. Sruchni, Rashi says, uh, six lines down. Sruchni is askerav who begaron something in the throat as well. So what we see from the Gemara is, you're right, that there's no Sanhedrin, and there's no formal way to mete out a punishment like this. But a Kodesh Baruch Hu has his drachim, that if a person, Rachman al-Litzlan, is chai of one of these Arba Misos Bezdin, they can still be meted out here in this world. But this really was a side point. The bigger point of the Gemara is, what's Bidei Shamayim and what's Bidei Adam, as it relates to Tzin and Pachin and Aryeganve and, and, and lions and uh, thieves. Ela'epoch, you're right. The Gemara says we should reverse them. And Abaye then explains, Arye Veganve Bidei Shamayim, you're right. Arye Veganve Bidei Shamayim, because if a person gets trampled by an animal, we said that that was an example of Skila. And Tzin and Pachin is Bidei Adam, because I call Bidei Shamayim Chutz, me Tzin and Pachin. So the Mari Makomos work out this way. Nevertheless, Abaye still has a valid approach within Rav Nuchunya ben Akana to say that the reason why we employ in a case of a man who's with Anita when he shouldn't have been with Anita is because that punishment is still an ason. It's still a, it's still a major punishment. It's Bidei Shamayim and it's a real punishment. Ah, you're not getting a punishment you're right, you're not, but that's okay and you're still going to be you're still going to be patur. However, Rava disagrees with Abaye and says that Rav Nuchunya ben Akonen has a different rationale for uh, for why it is that he says that if a man is with a nida that he is going to employ kamli b'derabamine and be exempt from tashlumin. Eight lines down, Lamana Medbez, Rava Amar, Taimadur of Nuchunya ben Akana Mehacha, it's another pasuk. It's a pasuk that speaks about Molech. 
about a very strange Avodah Zarah. If the people look away from the man who gives his daughter over to Molech, who does something very terrible with his daughter, so Kodesh Baruch Hu says, If you guys don't take care of it, I'll take care of it. With what punishment? With Kares. So says the Gemara, Amru Torah Kares Sheli Kemisa Shalachem. That it seems, says the Gemara, that Kares in this Pasuk is equivalent to Misa in this world, which means that Kares is a real punishment, even though there is no manifestation in this world. And therefore, it's regular rules of Kamlebe Dirabamine. In other words, Kares is no different than Skila. And if a person's Chayv Skila, of course we would say Kamlebe Dirabamine. Therefore, over here, Rava would say the rationale for Rav Nechunya ben Akana employing Kamlebe Dirabamine is because Kares is similar to, in some ways, regular Misos Bezdin. Asks the Gemara, did I read the whole thing? Just like the Misa of Bezdin would exempt someone from a smaller consequence, even the Karis of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he intervenes to punish a family who's involved in Molech, that too is Patuminat Tashlumen. Asks the Gemara, What is the difference between uh, Abaye Svara within Rav Nuchunya ben Akana, this broad idea about Ason, versus the more narrow understanding of Rava that Kares is similar to uh, the Dalad Misos Bezin? Says the Gemara, A person who's a Zar who ate Truma, according to Abaye, he would say that he's Pater. It's still, uh, still some type of consequence, even though it's not, even though it's not karis. With well, the Rav Rav would say it's only going to be karis that exempts you, but all others, all other punishments in Shemaim are not going to exempt you, and we will not employ kamle uh, b'derabim. So Rav would say he's exempt from the smaller consequence, and Abai would say not. Says the Gemara, we have a big technical problem, and this is a fundamental yisod in regards to kamle b'derabim. Mean, halfway down, Lamed Amud Beis will go to the top line of Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, and then we'll stop. Will Abai Potter? How can you say in this? Case that we employ kamle bidurabamine. After all, even Rav Nechunya ben Akane, who is a party line, he's always going to say kamle bidurabamine, even he'll agree that even if I steal the chalev of one of my friends and then I eat them, even Rav Nechunya ben Akane would not employ kamle bidurabamine and would say your chayev tashlumin. Why? Because in order for me to go through this process of Kamle Bidirabamine, so here's what it says. Let's say this is a piece of Chalev and it belongs to you. The first thing I do is I steal it. So I made a Kenyan. Okay, now I've stolen it from you. And then I make a, I, then I, I eat it. But, but, but the Geneva from you was at moment one. Let's say it's at, at noon. But the Achila didn't happen until 10 minutes later. Kamle Bidirabamine doesn't, doesn't apply at all unless the two things that you did wrong happen in the same moment. So therefore, if I'm going to shecht your animal, in one second I've done two things. I violated shechita for my hilchah Shabbos, and I, and I took something from There we would discuss kamle b'dirabamine. But here, my stealing of the chelev and my achila of the chelev were not at the same time. They were not simultaneous. They were sequentially performed. And therefore, even Rav Nechunya ben Akane would not say that you're going to use Kamle B'dirav And therefore, how can Abaye say over here that you're putter? The case of Zar She'achal Truma is I stole something from a Kohen and then I ate it. That's not simultaneous. Says the Gemara that, um, let me find the right language. Alma, what do we see from here? 
We're in 12 lines from the bottom. That from the time I picked up the chayla from your property, you're a Kohen, I made a Kenyan. But but I'm not chayiv in the achila until a later point. That's not a case where we can apply. Come live Come live only applies where there's a simul, where there's one moment in time where my one action brought about two consequences, one greater than the other. In such a case, from Nuchun Yibin would say, yes, come live the But Abaye, this is not that case. In this case, the Geneva took place far before the achila. And happens at the same time. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Let me finish the, the rationale here, and you'll see the second answer. So therefore, it can't be that this is the case where Abaye would say that one is putter from Kamli Bidrabine. So therefore, what is the nafkamina between Rav and Abaye? Says the Gemara in line with the way text was thinking. I shove the food in your mouth. I'm a Kohen. I owe the Kohen. If I, if you're a Kohen and you shove that food in my mouth, so two things happen. I ate chilev, and I owe you money back, even though you shoved it in my mouth. But I'm not allowed to be nana from what you did as a Kohen. So if you shoved it in my mouth, so then the, that's the two things that come up, is I ate chilev, and I have to pay you back because you're a Kohen. I am not allowed to eat your food. So says the Gemara, so, so, much as that's true, Kevin de la say, Kanye, could you put it in my mouth? But the chew, listen to the distinction, the chewing of the food the chewing of the food is the kenyan of the food. But when are you chayiv in, in eating chaylev? Only with the base abliya, only with swallowing. And we actually learn a very important halacha from here. If a person makes a bracha on a food, you're not allowed to talk until you swallow the food. Why? Because chewing the food is not a chilev. Chewing the food is chewing the food. That's why some poskim say with gum that you don't make a bracha. Because there's no base hablia. What you're swallowing from gum is not gum. It's saliva that's flavored with gum. The gum stays intact. So that's why we don't pass in that way. Most people don't. We make a bracha on gum. However, we are we do try to be mocked that when we make a bracha on food, that we should swallow some of the food first. So here too, the Gemara makes a distinction. The Kohen shoves the food in my mouth. Here, eat this. And he literally puts it in my mouth. And I'm like, I don't even want to eat this food. If I start chewing the food, the chewing is the kinyin, and only subsequent to that, with the swallowing of the chaylev, is basically that's my 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 chiyuv. So therefore, that doesn't work either. And responds the Gemara, oh yeah, you don't know how forceful my friend is over here. This Kohen, he's aggressive. Uh, he didn't put it in my mouth. He shoved it into the back of my throat, into the basablia, and therefore there's no moment of kinyin versus chaylev. It's all in one moment. Says Gemara, hey Chidami, what's the Mitzvah here? How does this work? Hadur, if you're able to spit out the food, nehader, then spit it out and then don't eat it. And ilomati lahadur And if you're not able to spit out the food, you literally put it into your esophagus. So then, if that someone you have a, an NG tube, that's what it's called through the nose, whatever the nose. If he if he pushes chaylev, you never ate the base of lead. Then you're potter, you're potter. That's not your fault. Am I chayiv? Says Gemara, you could force yourself to throw up. You can you can find a way to get it out of yourself. Says Gemara, that's that, that's not a good that's not a really good answer. So Rapapa doesn't like that answer. Rapapa Amar, no. It's a liquid. Oh, it's a liquid. The second it's in your mouth, if you swallow it, instantaneous. The Kenyan and the Achilles at the same time. That's an afkamina between Abai and Rav. Abai would be lenient and say, "Come with the Rabbin, your patron on Tashlumen, but you'd still be chayv on the Achila of that liquid Chuma. Ravashi, and with this Shita, we'll close for the day. Ravashi Yamar, and this is a chiddush in Kamle B'Dirab Mine. 
Up until now, we've been talking about within one sugya. You're making a kinyan on chelev and eating chelev. Says Ravashi, maybe it's not that way. Ravashi, our last line of Lamed Amid Beis. Bizar shachal truma mishalo. What does that mean? Zar shachal truma mishalo. He's a Yisrael. He's a Zar. How does he have truma? So the Gemara says he has truma because his mother's father is a Kohen. He's not a Kohen, but he had truma in his house and he had it as a Yerusha. And then at the same time, he did a second Isser. So he, he's eating something he should not and doing another violation with his other hand. And at the same time, I tore your clothes, Rashi. At the moment that he swallowed it. Okay, so that's what the Gemara is dealing with over here, where we have two separate things happening. Ravashi says, if, if you do two separate things at the same time, that would be enough kamina between Abai and Rabbah, that Abai would be lenient and say, we do a, we do apply Kamli Bidurabina, you're exempt on the lighter sentence. And Rava would be Makbid. We'll stop right here, pick up tomorrow morning, right after the early Shachers at around 710, wishing you all a beautiful night. <laughs> I've got more than